Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. For 30 years, they've been making a better Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line 855-2124-CBS is brought to you by Geico. Great news. You can save a bunch of money. If you just switch to Geico, go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Now listen, I don't know anything about these chicks at all, these models, um, these uh, two models, whatever. They've been, at, uh, they've been banned from attending um, any baseball games uh, ever again. Uh, so they've banned them for life from uh, Major League Baseball games, which is almost the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I can't wait to see them try to uphold that. It's so ridiculous. Like, first of all, you know what I'm talking about. These chicks, what they did was they stood behind home plate. They had great seats. And when Garrett Cole was pitching, these two chicks literally took their shirts off and were naked at the game. And I have to tell you that both of them were smoking hot. And that was the greatest thing I've ever seen. And if I were pitching, I would have been like, this is awesome. (laughs) That I have this kind of juice <laughs> that these chicks would show up when I'm pitching in the World Series and take their clothes off behind home plate. They they literally flashed Garrett Cole full rack, and that was it. Rack of ribs. It was all on. And I loved it. I thought it was great. Now, I, don't, I wasn't watching the game. So, I don't know. Did they react? Did the announcers say anything about what was going on? Because I think it was oblivious until today. That, but some, last night it, it's on you know on the after the game it started, it started. Well, saw, did people see it on national television oh, then? yeah I mean totally I, I would say a couple minutes after it happened you started to see the but you literally so during the game through the pitch and there was two naked chicks standing right there yeah I saw you know did you after, see it I was not watching live I saw after the fact you know it was posted a billion times right. on Twitter so I saw it on there. Well, I I don't know this Julia and this Lauren. Well, nobody knows I, who they are. But I so want I want to get to know them. Sure. Um, but here's the one thing I love when MLB does stuff like this because um, you're telling me that. Let me just tell you something. If one of those girls or both of them uh, next July walks down River Avenue and picks up a couple tickets and goes through the bleacher entrance at Yankee Stadium, you think that anybody in there is going to know who they are? That they're banned from MLB games? Stop it. Yeah, right, I don't their, know how they're it works. dopey bands. They're not. They're not getting in any. They'll get into any stadium they want to get into. Well, that goes do, for anybody they try to do. That how to. would baseball ever uphold that? Exactly. Well? That's the thing. It's a. It's a stupid dopey rule. But I got to tell you, you know, if you want attention, you got it. They did a great job of getting attention because it was for breast cancer, is what I was told. They did it for breast cancer research. They did it for like a breast cancer charity. Yeah. And they literally went on record as saying that's why they were doing it. They they like did a like a YouTube thing before they went and did it, right? Did you see that? They were like, we're gonna go to the game and we're gonna make a. Uh, you're gonna see what we're gonna do here. We're gonna make a stance. We're gonna make a statement. Sure enough, 
They did. And I mean to tell you, these two chicks were smoking hot. <laughs> I'm all for it. I'm uh, Listen, I'm a complete freak, so I'm all for it. I want more of that. Hot chicks at the games. Believe me, you. You know, I can't get enough of the cheerleaders, and I can't get enough of the... Um, the like the Laker girls and things like this, these dancers and everything. I'm all for all of it. I'll need more of that in my life. I really do. And less boring baseball games that take four hours. You wonder why what's wrong with baseball? It's so boring. And then now that's obviously inappropriate that what they did was inappropriate because there's kids watching and there's kids at the game and there's you know, the president was there and all this other stuff, right? So here you go. They ruined it for everyone. But I got to tell you, it was uh, it was magnificent. I, you know, because I saw him actually do it, and I was like, these two chicks are rock stars, if you ask me. Well, it wasn't matter if the president was there. This is the guy that likes to hook up with porn stars, so I'm sure he enjoyed it. Yeah, he probably liked it, too. God bless him. Uh, Jeff in Maryland, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Pharrell. What's I happening? Watched, uh, uh, Doing well. Can I have a Budweiser? Cold Budweiser. Just like the UFC, you see how they uh, trot these ring girls out there half naked? Do you think they do that because uh, the girls like UFC fighting or because they like to show half naked women to the audience? That's what they That's what they put them out there for, for one reason, one Bring reason all. all. That, that's, why they, that's why they do it. And let me tell you something else. Why does television, you want to know what television does? Television only hires, they only hire, let's face it, 95% of the hires they make in television are based on looks, right? And certainly not smarts. It's done by looks. If you're smoking hot, you can get a job in television. That's all there is to it. You don't even have to be smart. You can be stupid as a, a rock, and you could still be on television every day of your life as long as you're smoking hot and you wear tight dresses and you have it all going on everywhere, up top, down below, everybody's rocking, you're going to get a job in television. That's all you need to do is be hot, and you're in. That's all there is to it. And t- tell me I'm wrong. Ed, watch every channel on television now as if there is any. Network television, it's nothing but hot chicks. And uh, local cable, all these local channels here, anywhere, New York, wherever, they're all filled with hot chicks. The day you see some old bag on television is a rarity anymore. In fact, all of them that are old, they make them retire. They get rid of them. They just wash them out and get rid of them. So what do you want to say, Jeff? I've been an official, uh, a football official for a long time. Now, how long are we going to tolerate these guys? Did Did you see the Tampa Bay game? I did. That's that's an atrocity. They, they teach you how to keep a patient whistle, and this guy was going. All right, thanks. Just another, just one after the next tonight. So here's the deal. Anyone that swears, you're done. You're finished here. So we're just getting rid of you immediately. Just Many, so you know. many radio show ever, just like the MLB. You're banned for life. There you go. Nice job, dude. You know, can, I mean, can anyone talk anymore without swearing? Because I can't. I just wanted to say that. Officially, Mafia, is there anyone you know that has a fouler mouth than me? Of course not. <laughs> I have the worst foul language ever. There's no one I've met in the history of the world that has a fouler mouth than you. I wish I still did uh, dirty radio, I gotta be honest with you. It was way more fun. It was a lot easier, you know, as far as, you know, not curbing what you say. And whatever you thought could just flow out. That was definitely, I mean, we're a lot more creative and thoughtful in our points now. Well, we have to be smarter. We do. I am so smart. S-M-R-T. 
Uh, anyway, I just, uh, I had so much fun when I could, uh, like, if a, someone called in and said what that guy just said, I would have just destroyed him with uh, a verbal assault of profanity. No, no, we said, we would have been okay with what he said. We would have been okay with what he said, but now, like, I should be, I should be entitled to swear, no one else, is what I'm moving for in this day and age. I want to, I want to be able to make a difference and be able to swear at anyone at all times. Cal in Seattle, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Pharrell. Hey. Um, yeah, the, before I uh, get to my point, I was going to ask you about the XFL. I, I wanted to bring one thing up. You were talking about how ba- boring baseball gets. One of the problems with baseball is they need to bring back the catcher being able to block the plate and the base runner being able to take out the pivot man at second base to break up the double play. I mean, is there anything more exciting than just watching the guy meekly run out of the baseline? So he doesn't yeah, I, listen, I would agree with you, but um, I, I certainly agree that the game was better when it was that way, but uh, those days are over because they are, just like football, they are very nervous about guys getting injured and having head injuries and, and concussions and getting uh, you know, injured on those plays at the plate and at second base because the only thing that can happen in, in, in those instances is people getting hurt. I mean, spikes up, the whole deal, uh, taking guys out, bad things happen, and, and that's all there is to it. They change that, and there's no way that they're going back, okay? So once they make a change in sports, it, it just – when do you ever see them go back, you know what I mean? Once they make the rule change, it's rare to go back. Now, I think there might be some reversal on this NFL pass interference rule because what they've done is they said, you're allowed to you're allowed to uh, challenge pass interference now. Well, what is it now, 1 and 500? Like, literally, no one ever reverses it, so why have the rule? Get rid of the rule because the rule, the rule doesn't work. If, if you're going to say you can challenge pass interference but they never reverse it, why have it to begin with? That's all there is to it. And you ask me, will the XFL make it this time? Um, and I have my doubts. I really do. And here's why. Because I think that, you know, if you're going to pay your players like, um, you know, housemaids or like, you know, uh, you know, they're paying them like literally like part-time help. Aren't they literally paying them nothing? They're literally making no money. So a lot of the guys that got, I saw some of them that got drafted, they're not going to play. They're just like, I'm not doing this for that money. Bye. I'd rather get cut by an NFL team. So if the players aren't making any money, this is the same problem the UFC has. They don't pay anybody. So they pay only a few people good money, and everyone else is flat broke. And they're getting their faces beat in and their liver punched and their you know stomachs punched in. And you know what I mean, Mafia? They're getting abused, and they make no money. So I even heard Diaz do an interview. He's like, my brother was sick and tired of seeing me get my ass kicked and make $10,000, you know? And, and it's sad to see your, your, someone you love getting their head beat in for, for no money. So if you're getting paid a lot of money, it, it's a lot more palatable to get your ass beat if you're making a lot of money. But when you make no money and you get your ass kicked, there's nothing to it. So if you're playing football and you're not making any money, I just don't see how it'll last. Like, the players aren't going to be happy, right? So they're not making any money. When are they – is that, is that going to ever change? Oh, you mean one year to the next they're going to go from making thirty-five grand a year? That's basically what they're making, right? They're not even making – is like the maximum salary fifty-five grand. I think that's what it was. So if there's no money to be made, 
when are they ever going to give money? Never. Because once they hook you for nothing, they keep you where, where you are forever. That, that's the rule of uh, business. Once you hook someone, it's over. <laughs> you never give them anything that they want. So I, I have my doubts. Uh, I would like to see it succeed. I would love to see spring football and, and have like games on that were, that were meaningful. I will say this. I watched that American Alliance. Never. Not one play. Okay, so I didn't watch one minute of it. So I have a hard time believing that come February, when the Super Bowl is over, that I'm going to start watching crappy XFL games with crappy pay. And the whole, if they do that whole shtick again with all their BS, with all their juicy fruit, you know, flavors and 31 flavors and like all this, you know, stuff going on during a game and all these weird rules and, and then selling whatever sacks and everything else, it's just not going to work. I think they got to be pure football to make it work. Pure football. No BS, no games, none of this, you know, dancing girls and all the rest that I talked about I liked in the NBA. Uh, you know, I don't think people are going to watch the XFL just to look at cheerleaders. You understand what I mean? So I don't think it's going to work. Uh, it, it failed miserably the first time. So what's different now? It's still the same guy owning it, right? Everybody says, oh, he's spending a lot more money this time. No, he's not. He's not spending a lot more money because they're not paying the players anything. So if you have no quality in players because no one's making any money, then you have crap players. Then you have crap teams. Is that not accurate? If every team in the league is, is broke, dead broke, and no one makes any money, how could you possibly sell me that it's going to be good? Because the worst of the worst are going to play in it, right? The worst hack players that couldn't make it at any other level are not – they're not making it any other level, so they come to play in this league, which means it's the proverbial Carver High Beer League. What does he call it? A hack beer league. The CFL, he calls a hack beer league, and people get offended when he says that, but he's right. And then this is even worse than that. What is this? Oh, this, the, is, this, this is, is the beyond. Peanut Gallery League. Oh, that's even worse. This is like a warm-up band, like a cover band. This is a cover band league. You know what I mean? It really is. I, I Having guys suck. who... Can't make the NFL say they don't want to play in the league is enough for you to know right there that it's going to be a mess. Uh, it really is. Uh, 855-2124-CBS. Don't forget to call in because I, this is my last show for the week. Just so you know, I'm out the rest of the week. So this is it. You the got, only show. The, this is the only show for the week. So, But I know that uh, it's like Jody Mack, then Chris Moore, then Jody Mack, then Chris Moore for the rest of the week. I'm out until a week from tonight. It's Pharrell on a bench. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. Yeah, so tell me about him, Carver High, this guy, uh, Williams, who, is that his name, right? Travis Williams. Travis Williams was the, he was the Penguins business ops For guy. years, yeah. Then he went he to the Islanders. He was a big part of them building that PPG, PPG arena. arena, yeah. Then he went to the Islanders and helped them, A, uh, with the Barclays deal, B, getting them back to the Coliseum, C, getting well, he them. Re- he didn't have anything to do with any of that. But, but he had something to do with the new arena. Well, he was going to have a, a hand in putting the new arena, to, like building it. Right. In terms of the like things inside of it, the business right. aspect. Right, but the grunt the work arena. that was done to get that deal, he was part of that, right? He had right? nothing to do with that. No, he didn't even no. have anything to do with them getting the arena? No, he had nothing to do with that arena. How is he, that possible? He, he was hired to the ins, you know, build what they were going to do inside of the arena and all the business operations of the, of the franchise. Right. I mean, that arena was politicians and the owners and all that stuff. He right. had anything to do with the arena right. getting built. But he obviously was there for eight or nine months, right. tops. Right. And then he gets offered this gig to be the 
you know, to basically run the Pirates. It was hard for him to turn that down. At least he went in and cleaned house, right? I think he loved. Uh, I think he loves Pittsburgh, so he went home. But he. So what's amazing is, that, and I'm. I got to be uh, honest. I'm glad that they did this. They fired uh, everyone. Neil Huntington, uh, Clint Hurdle, and Frank Conley all are gone, and this guy's in now. Travis Williams, and now his job will be obviously to hire a GM, right, and a manager. They still haven't done that. Like, who's left to hire? So I can't wait to see what they do with that job. I'm, you know, well, I'll, I'll give them this. At least they've made the right move. It would appear to me the guy's a very savvy businessman. Everyone says that. He's got an impeccable record. And then that they got rid of all these guys that have ruined the Pirates. Okay? The biggest problem with the Pirates, no one wants to talk about. They hate talking. They love talking about it there, but not around here, is that the owner that's the problem. You can't you, you can't get rid of the owner. The owner doesn't want to sell the team. So he owns the team, so you lose. It's like arguing about Jerry Jones, right? Jerry Jones has turned the Cowboys into a $5 billion entity. He's not going anywhere until he dies, okay? And then his son is going to run it until, you know, kingdom come, I guess. Bottom line is this. The Pirates need a new owner, but they're not getting one. So they got this guy to run everything. Now they need to make big decisions that are... I think crucial to their existence because they have been a, a, just an enigma. They've just been absolutely, unbelievably horrible. The stench of that organization coming out of Pittsburgh. I'm a pirate fan my whole life, and uh, it's you know at least their uniforms are cool. I mean, I got that going for me, the black and gold. I like that whole thing, but they got nothing else going for them. I'll tell you that much. So I can't even take it. So finally, the Astros owner, Jim Crane, apologized to the SI reporter, Stephanie Epstein. Now, you know what's amazing? That, like, what are we supposed to do? Get him some flowers or something? That he finally did it? It's so embarrassing, the way they handled that whole situation, that his apology is meaningless. It's phony. It's fake. It's too little, too late. It's drivel. Is it not? It's absolute. (laughs) It is so pathetic. The Houston Astros handling of that whole situation with that girl it's absolutely the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen. Now, listen, uh, they finally apologized to her. Like, it's too late. It's veiled. It doesn't even matter that you apologize to her. It's already past the train left the station, right? It's too late. It's too late to apologize. Is there anything worse than someone apologizes, what, a couple weeks after something happens? But it take you a while to come around? The only reason they apologized is because they screwed it up so bad to begin with that the whole world was coming down on them. It was hurting their business, right? The only thing they got going for them right now is everything. They're in a World Series. They're about to win the World Series. So can you imagine that the team that, uh, you know, that this that this whole incident happened because of the way they handled that, that scene, that the assistant GM was screaming at some chick that, you know, they were glad they brought the wife beater in to be a reliever. That whole thing was so poorly handled. It, it, it's just a joke. They fired the assistant GM. He's finished in baseball. I'm firmly on that. He's never getting a job as a GM. He might be a popcorn vendor one day, but uh, he's not going to be a GM of a baseball team. So he might as well. You know what he should do? Move back to Long Island. Isn't that where he's from? Maybe the Islanders will give him uh, Travis Williams' job. Well, he's supposed to be some uh, front office whiz, isn't he? The, The kid that they fired. He was supposed to be some hot shot next up-and-coming GM. Well, he's lost that. He might as well go do something else. Get into hockey. 
That's what I say. When things go bad with your uh, like relationship, your girlfriend, your wife, I've always recommended the first thing you do when your wife leaves you is go to a hockey game. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> go, go have a beer. Go watch a hockey game. Maybe a fight will break out. George in L.A. For real, what's going on, brother? Hey. Hey, could I get a old-fashioned little highlight from the Blondie on the Moon? I got you. Hey, bro. I appreciate your picks, man. You're always between 65, 70%. I'm glad. Money. I'm glad you like them. Oh, I love them. And I appreciate you. You were right about the Rams. They're not out of it. Yeah, I think they're uh, playing really good football right now. Uh, they seem to be, uh, you know, on one of those. If you ask me, they're starting to uh, find themselves, and they've won two straight now. I don't care who you play, Falcons, Bengals, I don't care. Bottom line is they play the Steelers next, and I think that's uh, – is that next week's game? Uh, the, I don't think it is. I think they have a bye now, the Rams. I think they have a bye. So they're coming off a bye playing the Steelers, and uh, they're, you know, they're better than the Steelers, flat out. They're way better than the Steelers. I think the Rams will go to Pittsburgh and win that game in two weeks. I do. Yeah, this came out a good time for them. Whatever. Uh, I, I just I don't care when teams have buys. I just know they have one, and I think they're a better team than the Steelers, and I think they're playing good football right now. And I'll tell you another thing. that Getting that guy, Ramsey's made their defense better. They were already good up front. Now they're good in the back end, and uh, their offense is very capable. I think the most exciting player on that team is Cooper Cup. Yeah, he, he's a baller. He's amazing. Hey, he's amazing coming off a knee surgery. They they blew he blew his knee out. They fixed his knee and the guy's back a year later and he's he's running like a rocket. The guy's you know literally he's lit like a rocket. He's fast as a mother. And all I know is uh they're really good. They're they're playing really good football. I, I think they're a dangerous team. You do not want to play them right about now. I think I think that sums it up, George. Uh, 855-212-4CBS. Call the show. Don't forget the podcast of this show will be out after the show on Twitter at Scott Farrell, at On The Bench CBS, and on Facebook.com slash Farrell On The Bench. And tomorrow morning it comes out again as well, and it's a fabulous thing. The Farrell On The Bench podcast is about two hours and 15 minutes tops, no commercials. It's Gandhi. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. All right, so uh, I just gave Mafia the Dead Sea Scrolls, which are all of this week's uh, football picks uh, for college football and pro football. And Mafia, what are we looking at? Like some sometime tomorrow or something like that? They'll, they'll be up, or what's the deal? Yeah, probably sometime tomorrow. All right, so uh, by Tuesday, Tuesday night, those picks will be up. Uh, I've handed them off to them, all the plays uh, for this week's games and the rankings. You got to sign up for PharrellOnTheBench.com. Great picks, incredible price, sweet return. PharrellOnTheBench.com sets the standard. Every play, every sport, every day. You name it, we got it. You get everything on the site. PharrellOnTheBench.com. Sign up today. Everybody's doing it. They just won't admit it. Hide the money from your wife. So uh, the Jazz just beat the Suns 96-95 after Spider Mitchell was fouled. Was, uh, no time left on the clock. Driving for a layup. He, got, he definitely got fouled by Booker on the arm. So he got two free throws. He made one of them. And they won it 96-95. I hit that bet both ways. Look, the Suns are a good team now. Uh, they're a lot better than they were. Uh, with both Johnsons and with Carter, the guard, and Booker, he's unbelievable. 
So, bottom line, uh, Suns are playing tough. And uh, I saw them beat the Clippers over the weekend, and then they just hung with the Jazz. They covered against the Jazz. So, that was a really good game tonight. And uh, there you go. 96-95 was the final. Utah wins it. So the Rams are open to dealing Aqib a, a Tlaib and other veterans to free up payroll. Obviously, uh, they want to get rid of, you know, Tlaib's got a, he's in the final season of a six-year, $57 million deal that he signed with the Broncos in 2014. Uh, after they got, uh, they acquired Ramsey from the Jags after trading Marcus Peters to the Ravens. And then, um, so now they want to get rid of other uh, guys, veterans, dump salary. So that's obviously, excuse me, Jets, um, Traded Leonard Williams to the Giants for a 2023rd round pick and a fifth rounder in 21. AJ Green trade rumors. The Bengals are telling everybody they won't deal him uh, at the deadline tomorrow. You know, it really is amazing to me if you think about it, the Bengals, because have they re- literally do they do they ever do anything right? No. I mean, they they can't do anything right. You can't even get rid of. They have so many high priced guys like AJ Green. They got to get rid of them. And he's 31 get, years old. And Andy Dalton sucks, dude. When are they going to finally get over Andy? Is this like Marvin Lewis all over again? The Andy Dalton thing's coming this year. I mean, that this will be the last year for him because they're going to draft a quarterback high in the draft this year. They're going to have one of the top five picks. Right. That, that they'll take care of. But when you look at pieces like A.J. Green, who's 31 years old, coming off of injuries, when do you expect him to be, you know, I'm not saying he's done and he's not going to be a player in the league anymore. But when is it going to matter for you? You don't matter this year. You're not going to matter next year. He didn't play last year either. Right. Uh, And if somebody actually wants to give you something for him right now, I just don't understand why you don't want to. Why you wouldn't do it. Why you wouldn't get involved. I mean, look at the Patriots gave the Falcons a second rounder for that Muhammad Sanu. Okay, fine. Well, A.J. Green should get more than that on the market. They still got these guys like Bernard and and – no, I would keep Mixon probably. Mixon's but young. You I start, keep Mixon. Yeah, I start dealing all these other guys. Guys that have been around for a while. Are the are the Bills linked to Melvin Gordon? Is that I true? I saw that today. I just, I, I guess, if I'm the Bills, I guess you want any kind of offensive talent to add to the mix that you already have. The Redskins are open to dealing uh, Trent Williams. Well, that only finally. took about six months too long, right? Yeah. I mean, the guy only told them five, six months ago, I don't want to play for you, so and they still, it out. They still can't get it right. Kyle Allen will start for the Panthers again Sunday against Tennessee with Cam Newton still out with a foot injury. I mean, this is becoming the lost season for Cam Newton. That's all that uh, is. Uh, and then we all know what happened to J.J. Watt, right? He's done again. Is there anything crazier than how this guy, he's such a great player, right? But he gets injured every year. I mean, season-ending injuries. I was shocked to see that he actually played 16 games last year. I had no idea. Right. Because the year, but two years two before years, that, he played half a that, season. He didn't play full seasons. Cooper Cup, the career day, keeps the Rams in the uh, NFC West race. And so Cup caught, in the first half alone, five passes for 165 yards. And then uh, his first half had a 21, 25, 31, 23, and 65-yard receptions. And then uh, all of his uh, first-half receptions were for at least 20 yards. In the second half, he caught a 40-yard pass that helped put the Rams in position for a three-yard touchdown run by Todd Gurley. Uh, bottom line is that guy just keeps producing Cooper Cup, as I mentioned earlier. And we talked earlier about the Eagles' big win for them in Buffalo. The Buccaneers, Coach Bruce Arians, referees aren't held accountable. You know who should be held accountable is crappy Jameis Winston. When are they going to finally get rid of him? He is atrocious. 
That guy is an automatic, he's a turnover machine, is he not? He is absolutely automatic that he's going to ruin every game every week. At one point or another, he ruins every game. And it is him. I watched yesterday. How, didn't they get the ball back down 27-23 and they had a chance to win the game and they screwed it up again? Uh, he threw a pick. But I will say, they did get hosed yesterday. Um, the Titans win for a fake 27-23. Clear fumble by the punter, Kern, on the fake. And the Buccaneers picked up the ball, and that guy was gone. Should have been a touchdown. Refs completely hosed uh, them yesterday. But they ha- have themselves to blame, too, because Winston was horrible. Uh, Pat Mahomes' knee structure could lead to an early return from injury. So Matt Moore started against the Packers. He did pretty well. He'll also likely start against the Vikings at Arrowhead uh, this week. So Mahomes isn't ready. I have to say one thing about Mahomes. How annoying was that last night watching Sunday Night Football? They showed him 5,000 times standing on the sideline. Like, how pathetic. How pathetic is NBC to show that guy 5,000 times standing there in his coat? Like, he's not even in uniform. He's just not even remotely involved in the game in any capacity whatsoever. And they got him standing there, and they just kept showing him, like, thousands of times. Did you notice that? It was annoying. Like, what are you doing? He's not even playing, for Christ's sakes. Josh Gordon, a lot of people think that he's going to be ready to go in one or two weeks and uh, the, uh, and that he'll be uh, waived or whatever, cut by the Patriots and be available for teams. We'll see what happens there. And here's the uh, playoff picture, just so we're clear. Right now, it's, it's uh, the Patriots 1, Colts 2, Ravens 3, uh, Chiefs 4, Bills 5, Houston 6. Those are the two wild cards. NFC, Niners 1, Saints 2, Packers 3, Cowboys 4, Seattle 5, Vikings uh, 6. Those are the two wild cards. Both of those teams are 6-2 and two right now. Imagine that, 6-2, and two and you're a wild card. That shows you how much better the NFC is this year than the uh, AFC. That's all there is to it. And uh, J. Ron Curse of the Vikings was arrested on DWI and weapons charges Sunday morning. Nothing like getting booked at 5.30 in the morning at the uh, Hennepin County Jail before your game. Right? Didn't they have a game? Yeah. Oh, no, they played no, Thursday. Oh, so they played Thursday. He didn't, he didn't have a game, so he should be allowed to go out and party and have a gun in his car, right? Nothing will happen. Sorry. The Yankees announced that they fired Larry Rothschild. They got to start blaming someone now that they didn't win. Yeah, I guess blame that. Blame the pitching coach. Blame the pitching when, coach. When you didn't hit the entire yeah. postseason in a big spot. Blame so. the pitching coach. The Dodgers allegedly going to pursue Francisco Lindor in a trade. Uh, with the Indians. Jalen Hurts unable to save Oklahoma from the upset against Kansas State. He threw for 395 yards and one touchdown, no picks, 96 rushing yards, three touchdowns. Great game by Hurts except one problem, they lost. And honestly, that that's a bad loss for me. Oklahoma's got to beat Kansas State, and I want Oklahoma to be treated the same way Ohio State was the last two years. Ohio State had the one bad loss. Lost to Purdue. Purdue the year before that to Iowa. I want Oklahoma treated the same exact way when we get down to college football playoff time. If there's like four or five teams with one loss and Oklahoma's one of them, I want that loss this weekend to Kansas State to count against it. Because that's not a good – That's that's an ugly loss. That's an ugly loss for them. Plus some of their other wins are starting to you know not look as good with Texas going down to TCU this weekend. The Big 12 as a whole is starting to fall apart a little bit, and that's going to hurt their chances of coming back and getting back into the picture. 
Listen to this. Okay, so their chances of reaching the semifinals drop to 17%. But if they run the table and win a Big 12, the selection committee will consider them along with any other Power 5 conference champ. Of the six Power 5s currently with one loss, Oklahoma has the best chance to win out at 33%, followed by Oregon at 29%. And uh, they come up with these numbers uh, with computers. And the same people that run those computers are the people that run Major League Baseball's analytics department. Who cares? Oh, my God, they have a 20% chance, 17 19 It's such BS. I want to puke. Charts and graphs. Oh, my God, it's so awful. Uh, Joe Burrow did it again. LSU beats Auburn. Uh, but I covered both ends of that one. I covered every big game this week that mattered, including Michigan over Notre Dame. Uh, every big game. So LSU wins. Auburn covers. I hit both sides of that bet, too. And um, so – uh, Burrow resumed his school record eighth career 300-yard uh, passing performance in a great game. He had 321 yards and a touchdown, ran for 47 yards and another touchdown. And they edged Auburn 23-20. It was a really good game. I watched that whole game. I thought it was pretty good. Michigan uh, routes Notre Dame in the pouring rain, and Michigan's now 6-2, and two, ended an eight-game losing streak against top 10 teams under Harbaugh, who needed a signature win in his fifth season. I mean... His performance against uh, ranked teams in Ann Arbor in five seasons is makes you want to vomit. So I don't care that he beat Notre Dame. It gives him no, in my opinion, no reprieve. There's only one win this year that's going to give him reprieve. It's Ohio State. And that's it. They're not beating them. I don't believe so. And I'll tell you another thing. Uh, he he has lost so many games against ranked teams. How can one win and pouring rain give him any kind of juice? Seriously, like. Whatever. They beat Notre Dame. Whatever. All credit to him. The Irish played absolutely miserable on Saturday night. It was disgusting to watch. Uh, the AP poll is out, and it's LSU number one, Alabama two, Ohio State three, Clemson four, Penn State five, Florida, Oregon six, seven, Georgia eight, Utah nine, Oklahoma ten. Nothing like losing to Kansas State, and you only drop down uh, to 10th. And how about Notre Dame? They lose and look terrible, and they, they drop down to 16th. What were they? Notre Dame was uh, nine, eight or nine, somewhere in that area. Eight, nine, or ten, right in that. In that so area how is Wisconsin got rocked and yeah. and they got rocked, but they're still ranked? How is that possible? How many you lose to Illinois and then you, you lose, lose back to back weeks and and you're still ranked? How is that possible? It's one Man. of the twenty five best teams in the country. Give me a break. So here's the power rankings. Now is LSU one, Ohio State two. Alabama 3, Clemson 4, Penn State 5, Florida 6, almost the same. Georgia, Oregon 7, 8, Oklahoma 9, Utah is 10. Now, Utah has a huge game at Husky Stadium against Washington on Saturday, just so you know. And, um, you know, they're looking ahead for, uh, you know, bleak uh, action for Notre Dame. Notre Dame plays Virginia Tech this week in South Bend. Can they handle them? I certainly hope They're so. They're laying 17. Virginia Tech sucks this year. See what they're all, everybody like that article right there says you have to fade the Irish for the rest of the year because, I mean, it's true. The Irish season's over. You know, there's no conference championship. Right. There's none of that. It's playoff or nothing for them. So they really have nothing to play for the last right. five, six games. That's it. They're done. All right, so uh, if you're on hold, Maryland, South Carolina, et cetera, I'm going to go right to your calls at the top of the hour. Also, uh, just so you know, if you're preempted ever because of Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, 
NHL, NBA, World Series, whatever it is, and they're preempting me and you don't hear the show, forget about all that nonsense. You don't have to deal with that. Now you can listen to the show all four hours, no questions asked. On the CBS Sports app, it works all four hours, automatic. On SiriusXM's app, just search Pharrell on the Bench, uh, channel 206. And then also Ask Alexa, it works. And, I mean, they all work phenomenally. And uh, Radio.com is badass as well. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.